Hey, what's up everyone? Sam here from Wall Street Mastermind. I'm back here today with another client interview for you guys. Uh, today I have Megan with us. Um, Megan is an international student uh, from Vietnam who goes to a very small non-target school and she joined Wall Street Mastermind uh, I think back in December of her sophomore year and so uh, she's been just very focused on breaking into investment banking uh, for the past, geez, it's been almost a year or so, and it's definitely been a long, yeah. journey. It's definitely been a long journey. But uh, it is a long journey. But but we're we're glad to say that obviously the fact that she's here on this interview with us, um, we were able to get to a very uh, happy outcome for her. So I wanted to get Megan on here today to talk to you guys about her experience. I know I talk to international students all the time who are trying to get into investment banking. And there's a lot of questions around how you do it and if it's even possible. And so, Megan, thank you for taking the time today to talk to us. Yeah, my pleasure. So, um, maybe I introduce a little about myself. Yeah, if you could tell so, people a little bit about your awesome. background and kind of like what kind of candidate you are on paper, just so kind of people have a sense for, you know, what type of uh, like who who you are and how similar you are to them. Sure. Like, tell me about like your like tell you about my resume of <laughs> sure. So my name is Megan. So I'm coming from a non-target college in a suburb of Boston. I major in financial economics and I got like 3.8-ish GPA. And what kind of experience is? So I did a big four internship in a transaction advisory services uh, back in Vietnam. And later than that, I did an internship for the, the regional boutique investment banking firm back in Vietnam too. And yeah, now I'm landing an investment banking internship in the United States in a book bracket. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. So um, obviously, as an international student, most of your work experiences were back in your home country. Yeah, exactly. Up to this point, because it's hard to kind of intern here, right? Um, can you talk a little bit about just kind of like what were the challenges you were having? with recruiting prior to joining Wall Street Mastermind? So, yeah, I think I have a lot of challenges. So I started to learn English very late in grade nine. Mm. So I was not very good at speaking at first, especially when investment banking is a big business that involved in a, not, a lot of networking. Yeah. So that's a challenge. The second challenge is that I'm an international student. So I have a lot of problem with the visa sponsorship that I don't have a lot of options because some banks just specifically say they just don't sponsor. Right. And so that's about my background. And second, like on top of that, um, so during the time of my college, I didn't get involved in a lot of relevant extracurriculars. I was not, the investment club in my, on my campus is not very strong or mm -hmm. I don't have like equity societies like many other business school. So I don't have the element network because of that. And in my school, I just have like a bunch of alumni in investment banking. By saying a bunch, it's like five or six, and which is not which is not resourceful. Mm -hmm. And and also, I don't know. So because I don't have any alumni, so I don't have any help. So I don't really know how to to pitch my resume, how to write as simple things as a cover letter, because mm -hmm. I don't have expectation like what should I write. And also, I don't have any support, so I just don't know where to start. And I didn't practice a lot with interviews. I so that's, there's just a lot of things happening, mostly in lack of guidance. I see. So biggest thing, it sounds to me like it primarily came down to two things. One is 
the fact that you're an international student and you didn't start learning English until you were in ninth grade, which by the way, your English now is I was Thank you. Pretty, pretty amazing <laughs> considering it hasn't, hasn't been that long. Uh, There's a lot of late night studying. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean <laughs> I, I moved, I moved from, I was born in Taiwan myself, and I moved to the states when I was nine, though. So that was yeah, like earlier, right? Uh, but I have friends that, you know, didn't start learning English until ninth grade or later, and their English is horrible. So that's um, <laughs> like, okay. No, I, and it's not their fault. It's that you know, like I think they. It's hard. Yeah, they've done studies on this, but like um for, for for humans like i think the part of our brain that learns new languages it's i think like pretty developed by the time we're past like a certain age i like think so fourth fifth or sixth grade or something like that and so like after that it's just biologically difficult to to learn new yeah, i heard that too so i think what you've been able to do is pretty amazing but nonetheless you're not a native speaker right which in in a business like investment banking uh, and especially for the recruiting process where uh, it requires you to do so much networking and, you know, obviously all the interviews are in English. I think there's somewhat of a language barrier, right? And then secondly, uh, I mean, how many banks would you, uh, you probably don't have the exact count, but like out of all the banks that you try to talk to, like what percentage of them would you say probably told you that, you know, we just don't sponsor international students? Oh, uh, so I would not say the name, but some banks specifically have like a star, like a note on every single of the email saying that we don't sponsor at any circumstances. Mm. Some banks say that we sponsor some people, but they reject right away. So I feel like there may be some like policy that don't let them say upfront that they don't sponsor. Mm. But well, for my year, I don't know, like different year because different years will be different. Mm -hmm. K by case, but for my year, it's just a bunch of bank, like four or five that I know for sure sponsors. You found four or five banks that for sure sponsored. Yeah, because some banks just say that. So some banks just say upfront like they don't sponsor, which is most of the banks. Mm -hmm. But some banks just say that they sponsor on a limited basis, but they don't because yeah. they. I feel like I got screened out. My resume just got screened out, yeah. and that's just what I found out. Um, just I remember my years, maybe four or five banks uh, that I. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think you're right in saying that, you know, the list of banks that sponsor kind of change from year to year. Like for other international students who might be listening to this right now, how did you go about figuring out which banks would actually sponsor you and which banks would? Did you just have to do that through networking or how did you go about doing that? So exactly. I go through networking. So okay. I cold call, cold email people. I talk to people and then usually you can talk to bankers and they will bring you to HR or you can start with HR and say, so are you guys sponsored? Right. Or you can look at, so for example, if there's any Vietnamese people, like for me, working at the bank, like if they do, there might be a chance. If right. there's none, you should go ask. Right. Yeah. That's what and, and honestly, I mean, you, there are so many horror stories with that. It's like, it's so important for you to be really clear with the banks and find that out early on. Right? Cause I was, I was just yeah. telling I was just telling Megan right before we hopped on this call, um, I have another client who's an international student. He just went through uh, an entire process with the middle market bank. I, I won't name names on here, but uh, with the middle market bank that most people have probably heard of, and he went all the way through the Super Day. He, they gave him the offer uh, this morning, and then 
a couple hours later, he was, he messaged me, he was so happy. And then a couple hours later, they reached out and told him, oh, actually, we have to take the offer back. We're rescinding the offer because you're international. Very sorry about that. Yeah. He was I have like, some like, brands uh-huh. have something like that too. And that just devastating. Yeah. He was like, what do I do? Like, can I convince them that I'm going to get a green card soon or something? And I was like, I don't know. It's going to be pretty hard. Um, but like, you just don't want to run into a situation where you put so much time and effort and energy and go through the entire exactly. Um, and then have it have it all be wasted right and i think it's a, to be honest i'm not naming names because it's also a little bit unprofessional on the bank's part i feel like exactly but not find out earlier whether someone is international or not if they know they're not gonna you know sponsor those sponsor people, right so um and you had a friend that you were telling me that uh had a s- slightly different experience but yeah, I have a friend that he finished the first like the summer analyst experience and it turns out they don't sponsor later on. So it's just so for banks, I think it's just hard to know. Sometimes they don't tell you up front. So it's good that you ask them like until you know the answer for sure. Because when I did a networking, I remember I branched out to all the banks and some of them just didn't say that they don't sponsor and we keep talking to them, like spend a lot of time branching out within that bank. Yeah. And in the end, it just it wastes a lot of my time, and I found out it doesn't sponsor, yeah. and I don't think that's a fair game. <laughs> and also, it just it's not a good way to invest my time. So it's just something that people like, for example, international student like me, should yeah. um, think about it. Yeah, and for your friend, it's even worse because she already went mm-hmm. through the summer yeah. internship, and then they're yeah. like, oh, we don't get full time offers to summer interns. Now she has to recruit for full time. And tell people that yeah, she didn't get exactly. an offer, which and that's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse, right? Like she probably wouldn't have interned there in the first place if she knew that that was going to happen. So, um, anyway, for those of you who are international students that are listening, like you got to be very, very careful with that. Um, it is harder for you guys because a lot of banks won't sponsor, and even the ones who will sponsor, they're going to be very Not sure. They're going to be very selective about yeah who they sponsor, right? Like the bar. I would say the bar is higher. That's what I heard too. Yeah, the bar is higher for you guys as an international student because there's no reason for them to sponsor you if they could hire someone who already is a U.S. citizen and is about just as good as you, right? Um, So basically, you got to be better. Um, So international students is a big challenge. A lot of people run into that, I know. And the other thing that you really mentioned is just the fact that you go to a very small, non-target school. So there's not really a whole lot of resources or support whether it's on campus through like student organizations and investment clubs and things like that as well as even off campus in terms of like your alumni network there's just not a lot of people that can help you or give you any guidance right yeah exactly okay so when you came to us you just knew that you wanted to do investment banking but you didn't really know how to go about recruiting for this job or how did that work and you hadn't really studied for the interviews and you were kind of starting from the beginning, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, I remember when I saw, so I reached out to Sam is actually a very random ads on Facebook. I was very, I was quite depressed at time because I, I know that maybe I want to pursue investment banking because there's a lot of options. So I'm just thinking about investment banking, but I didn't know how to get it because I'm against all the odds, the international students, not target school and, all of that, like no network experience, like I have no backgrounds around that. Um, so 
against all the odds but then they found there's like a blank like a blank space between me and the offer and that moment I found you through an ad on Facebook saying that you will have the webinar um, like in the next 30 minutes so I signed up and I listened to your po podcast for like 30 minutes and I figured out that exactly what I need um, yeah and signed up got it when you say the podcast you're referring to like one of these client interviews like the one we're doing right now no no it's like so it's just i don't remember the name but basically you spend 30 minutes or an hour talking about what is investing banking or how oh, to get RFP. there and something like that yeah so and later on you say like follow up with a free interview uh, for clients and it did it did follow up got it the yeah. webinar you watched the webinar basically i think so got it okay cool so then like can you tell everyone here like what's your motivation for wanting to do investment banking? Like back then you already knew you wanted to do this, but like, what was your reason or why did you want to do it? Cause you knew it was going to be super hard, right? Yeah, exactly. So honestly, uh, when I first started, the reason is quite very like general, but the more I stay in the game, when it's like a lot of things throws at me and I still want to stay. So I found out my top three reasons. So I did a lot of charity since high school and I really found my life purpose and maximize my own capacity to transform something, to transform that capacity into something impactful to the society. Mm -hmm. And that's the two factors that I found in investment banking, especially when I done some deal back in the boutique, regional boutique investment banking firm in Vietnam. It mm -hmm. translates really well into the deals. And the last reason is about the people. Um, I found I'm I've, I enjoy the conversation throughout networking and because we share the same personality, the same ambitions and the same visions and also the same topic that we're talking about. So that's a big reason that drives me to apply and stay in the game from then to now. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Very cool. So then prior to Wall Street Mastermind then, had you done anything on the preparation side or like did you have any other resources that you, you were using at the time how were you going about it so i tried so i tried um let me remember i tried to join some society um like so that i have some networking and some ideas of what is going on i would not name it out but it's like more networking society and i did like, register uh, for love on campus or is that like a oh it's not it's not not no it's not on campus it's out there <laughs> yeah it is oh, not on campus okay i didn't do anything on campus about that um and i just signed up for wall street prep courses mostly i did all the evaluations and yeah all the technical side of it yeah okay. so that's before got it so you you did you did the networking society which is not on campus and then you yep. took a wall street prep course for your evaluation and your technical prep so how how were those resources like do you feel like they kind of helped you get what you need or what do you feel like was lacking if anything oh yeah so personally each of the programs i joined just focus on one aspect so for example the networking society just focus on networking but there's nothing technical for the wall street wall street prep it's just about technical i mean there's a lot of excel shortcuts and that's really helpful like i love that but I mean, your program is more like a package, Like I can find everything within that. And also is more like, I would say user-friendly because I feel like your program is designed for students like me who are 
clueless and but like investment banking and want to explore more so mm. it's just easier for me to follow up to develop the concept it's, yeah to learn more Got it's it. a package <laughs> I, uh, yep. I I appreciate you saying that although I don't I don't like to think of my clients as a uh, clue, clueless candidate but I'm clueless I'm not gonna <laughs> lie about that yeah you help me out <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, cool. So then you found us on this webinar, you decided to watch the webinar, then you hopped on a call with me and then we talked about the program. Well, actually we first, we talked about your situation, what you feel like yep. you need help with. And then we talked about my program and then you had to think pretty hard about it, about whether you want to join or not. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, Ultimately, obviously, you did join, right? What, <laughs> yeah, that's what, why I'm talking with you right now. Yeah, what um, what ultimately pushed you over the as like, you know, as you were thinking about the situation, like you know, I think a lot of times I find that hey, people when people hear about this program, like one thing I hear from people is like, oh, this sounds too good to be true or whatever. Like when I tell people like, yeah. for example, when I tell people like, hey, um, of the clients of our clients that have actually gone through the program and they've done all the work and they're finished the recruiting as of right now, you know, our success rate is over 90%. Right. So when people hear that, they're like, Oh, maybe this is like a scam or something. Like it doesn't sound, doesn't sound well, real. Well, I, I thought that too. I thought <laughs> that too. Right. So then like, how did you get over that fear and how did you actually decide that th this is something you want to do? So I know about I knew about your program through a Facebook app. Mm -hmm. So I didn't trust you at all. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Yeah. But the webinar it was very helpful and it just gave me exactly what I, I'm lack of. And that's the reason why I follow up with you. Mm -hmm. And talking to you for an hour just really helped me figure it out. Like you are just your way to approach a problem is very effective. For example, mm -hmm. like what I'm lack of, what I should go to work. And you gave me some expectation, like what should I what should I focus on? What should I learn? Or something like that. And it just, it gave me the expectation, like what exactly what I want to help. It was so the kind of mentors that I want to be with during mm -hmm. the recruiting seasons. Mm -hmm. And that's just what persuade me to pick up the calls and talk to you. But I think the most, like the moment that I have to pay for the fee is really make me think because I'm a student and that's not a small amount of money mm -hmm. personally. Yeah. But I think that I think it's a very great way to like there is a one way to put it, I think, because investment banking is a very hard journey and any help is appreciated. Mm -hmm. And also so what I can say, if I add leverages into the full time offer, I think like the ROI will be so high. And that's just a good investment for me. So mm -hmm. um of course I have to be like confident with my decisions to apply. So I'm comfortable with my decisions. I understand it's a good program. I, I trust in you because the way that you take care of your clients, and that's the reason that I pay. And I think I'm, that's a very good decision right. that I did that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that um, part one one big reason why our program is so successful too is that by definition, the people who are willing to invest in a program like this are people who are very, very serious about getting this job, right? Like nobody, there's no one that joins this program who's most of all, yeah, most of the time, there's no one that's joining this program who's like just kind of kicking the tires or 
think that getting into investment banking is just a nice to have. This is like people's dreams. Yeah, exactly. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's a big commitment. And, but at the same time, it's like, you have to have that level of commitment if you want to beat out, you know, 99% of the other candidates out there, right? Because like the type of banks that, especially for international students, the type of banks that will sponsor are like basically the biggest banks out there, right? And exactly those, those bulge bracket banks, they only accept less than 1% of the candidate pool, right? And so if, yeah. you're, if you're not committed enough to even invest a little bit into your own future, then you're probably not committed enough to be able to get the outcome anyway. Not just because you don't have the know-how, but because like you don't want it badly enough, right? Or at least that's what I Exactly. So. Yeah, so I think that, so after I pay for the prize, I become even more committed because I feel like I paid for it. Right. So I just become more committed in my pursuit. So that I think that's partly the reason why I don't give up along the way, because right. it's just a huge investment. Because it wasn't. Could be a good point. It wasn't easy, right? It was even after. It's not like just after you join the program, then oh, everything's so easy. Like you said, there were probably still times when it felt very, very hard, and you could have given. Well, up. I I was like miserable for a whole year. Like you can tell through, like my message message through Slack. Like, it's very hard. And I just want to say, like, the amount of money that I put in is not the most expensive thing. It's also about, like, a lot of trades off besides the money. So I think, yeah. 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 It's committed absolutely. enough to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. So what, um, what did you find to be, after you got into the program, mm-hmm. um, what did you find to be, the most helpful, I guess. Like, what were the different things that we worked on? Um, how do we help you go from, I guess, in your own words, being completely clueless. Clueless, <laughs> exactly. To where you are today. A lot of things had to happen in between, right? So what yeah, exactly. So um, I think you have like a great, you have like a, what can I say? Like a wholesome package of everything I need, like from technical to behaviorals and you have some section around mentality like mm-hmm. for example networking ethics, and that's very important because that's i don't know about that because i'm not a finance student and i'm not come from a business school so that's real helpful but i think the most um the part that helped me the most is about the networking part there's a networking package that you just teach how to write emails something small like that to like how to conduct a calls and just run out different scenario like how to say in that particular scenario mm-hmm. it helped me a lot in terms of i know what to talk about and i know what so in that situation what should i say and more importantly it just helped me find the right people just the whole package i just find the right people to talk have the right expectations of the return rate so for example what first like what is my percent mm-hmm. it's like for example so that i just eventually reach the right person i should talk to Mm-hmm. And also, like with regard to investment banking recruiting, since networking is the most important aspect, I think that's um, that's the section of your programs that helped me the most. Mm, got looking it. back, yeah, because I guess, like you said, if you look at most of the resources out there that are available, it's a lot of like interview guides or like financial modeling, Excel, exactly. Courses, which but is that is. Yeah, it's helpful, but that's exactly what you should focus on after you get an interview. 
but so I'm just speaking of international students and non-Turkish students. Yeah. Like in order to get to that stage, I need to get in interviews, and for a non-Turkish, is the most, it's the hardest part, right. and that's when the networking plays the most important role. Right. Well, it's yeah. So to get interviews is a combination of having really good application materials, right? Which is like. Mm -hmm. Your resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile, which obviously we worked on as well. But that's yeah, like, we work on a lot. Yeah, yep. but that was like the very beginning. That was like the first mm -hmm. thing that we did, right? And then worked exactly. a lot on your networking process. Um, and then only then, only once we've done that, do we then move on to work on the t on the interview aspect, right? Yep. And and would you say that? Um, like you were basically starting from zero knowledge about how to network. To, Coolest, okay. To knowing exactly what to do and how to handle these situations and whatnot, right? Like even though you come from a school with like no alumni, like how many, like how many networking conversations would you say you've had over the last year? Oh, uh, uh, so I mean, I stopped counting for a while, yeah. but um, because I'm not trying, so like I don't count. But um, so I think. The amount of so I think I sent out one thousand of a hundred cold email. A thousand emails. Yeah, I'm wow. not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, my so my rate is five percent, which means that out of one hundred email, I got five replies. But mm -hmm. it just replies doesn't guarantee a call. Mm -hmm. And I think I I I think I will call around like seven hundred phone calls around that. So it's a lot, <laughs> yeah. Seven hundred phone calls. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be come from like the same person. Wait, so it could you, be from the same person. I mean, it could come from the same person, but it's just right. a lot. So you had a thousand cold emails. You had seven hundred phone calls. That's much higher than five percent. I know, I know, but that's a, so. That is why I say like not with the same person. Maybe follow up with them a couple of times, sure. and sometimes it doesn't come from email. Like for example, I go to a conference and I just. Hmm. meet with them but the, but the numbers are emails that i'm sorry but even if you talk to each person a couple times you still you still spoke to like hundreds of people then yeah i was like a lot yeah okay. that's what i remember okay all right yeah. well sounds like you, you didn't really track your numbers super closely so there's probably like yeah because sometimes it's just pointless to track the number because right, i just want sure. one offer <laughs> yeah. sure. you're just like i'm just gonna talk to as many people as possible but but yeah. The bottom line is you spoke to hundreds of people and most of these people are not people from your school, right? Most of these people Some people in my school, but I just want to say um yeah, most of them are not my school. Let's say 90% not from my school. Yeah, 90%. Estimation. Yeah, so there there you have it, right? Like for a lot of our listeners, they have this um false belief that you know, you can only talk to people who are alumni. Well, if you go to a school that doesn't have a lot of alumni thinking, then you kind of have to go outside of that, right? So it's not really a choice that you have. And so, like, how many banks did you end up getting interviews with? So I got interviewed with two banks. Actually, three, but super days with two. Okay. Um, and are you able to tell people which banks? So I got... Um, so I got interviewed with Goldman's and JP Morgan. Okay. And then there was a third one? Um, the third one is William Blair. Got it. Okay. So you got three interviews and then you got two super days. And then yeah, with, yeah, with the two brackets. 
Yep. So you got two super days with Goldman and JP. And then obviously you got one offer in the end, right? Which is mm -hmm. really all we need, right? And so you got all I need. <laughs> well. Right. And so you got so you got an offer from um so you got a super day with Goldman and JP and then you got an offer from one of them. Okay, got it. Yeah. And so that's not bad, right? Because you said you found four or five banks out of the ones that you talked to that would actually sponsor. And then you got interviews with three of them. So that's three out of four or five. And then you got two super days. And yeah. then an offer. So that's kind of like the funnel is that. It's actually a good ratio. Looking back, it's not that bad. It's just that the, the <laughs> tough part is just that you have so few opportunities. Right? Yeah, it's just not a lot of options. And so. Yeah, you have so few opportunities. And so it's like every single interview that you do get, you have to be really really good and if you like kind of mess up on something it's not like you have it's not like you get to do this as many times yeah right so i remember i remember like your first super day i think you went in and you did it and then you came out and then you didn't get the offer and obviously that was disappointing right mm -hmm. and then a, a, a little bit of time passed i don't remember how long and then you well, got it's a month two months yeah, a month or two months. And then you got your second super day. Mm -hmm. And so this time, I knew that there were, probably wasn't, who knows, if, if you hadn't gotten the second one, like maybe there would have been more super days after that. But I knew that there probably, there might not be any more opportunities. Who knows, right? And so I knew that yeah. hey, this, you probably knew this too, it was just this super day was going to be really, really important, right? It's and like I, my end game. Right. Got to win I, it. Yeah, and I knew that you you were you know trying to put everything you had into it and so that was when i i told you I was like hey we should do a mock interview right yeah um and then so we did the mock interview what like a day before your super day i think we had exactly like, we had we had a lot of trouble scheduling that mock interview but i think you were pretty busy preparing you had like yeah. other people you were doing mock interviews with as well right mm -hmm. can you talk about kind of like that last stage of that process in terms of like how you prepare for the interview and what do you feel like allows you to get ultimately get this offer? So I think there's a lot of things to talk about that. Um, there's a lot of factors, but I would talk about the mock interview first. I found this very helpful. So as I mentioned, I'm an international student. So the ways that I think, the ways that I speak is different. So um, I came out as a, my answer came out very unstructured. And you pointed out, it was very disappointing for me too, because it was a day before the interview or a couple of days before the interview, mm -hmm. and I didn't get it right. So you give me the star method, and it works very well. And that's exactly the only words that I think whenever I answer any questions in the super days, and it helps me a ton. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much about that. If I didn't do a mock, then maybe my answer would keep being unstructured. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Um, I'm serious. <laughs> Besides, so what I prepared, um, so overalls, make sure that the technical part, it doesn't have to be, so for me, it doesn't have to be LBO or it doesn't have to be m &A. It's just make sure that you can run through the three models very well and knows like in depth and make sure that you know, for example, know about interest rate and talk about the Fed thoroughly. Or so for example, my time, there's a lot of news about the markets, for example, like interest rate or inverted yield curve make sure that you could spend like other five minutes or 10 minutes talking about it because they would drill you on that. 
And that's a technical. And the last one is the behaviorals. I think that's very important. Like show that why are you interested in that investment banking, like why are you interested in the bank, like to learn about a culture and show that you prepare for networkings and if a session. I think that's the three components, very important one that you have Got to it. project. Yep. So the biggest thing was really like helping you put a lot more structure around your Yeah, exactly. That's the big part. And I'm very bad at that. That you come off as more organized with your thoughts as opposed to just kind of rambling about different things. Exactly. I um, remember that. And more I, succinct answer. I'm, I'm curious though, because I wasn't, I wasn't the first mock interview you did, right? Like you had done other mock interviews right before you mock interview with me, right? Like you had mock interviews with other bankers and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Because so, like people focus on different parts. Yeah. So most other bankers, so I have one friend, he focused on the technical part. I see. And so I have another person who she focused on the why banking and why that company part. Uh -huh. And so the other bankers focus on the market. So he asked me like, so what is going on in the Fed? For example, like that. So everyone focus on different part. So yeah. I just just make the most out of every situation, and I think that's a, one of the reason why I prepare pretty well. I and for see. you, it's a behavioral. Got it. Got it. Okay. So all the other bankers you interviewed with, it was kind of like they were all focused on like one more Thanks. micro aspect of the of the entire interview. But for a super day, I guess you have to cover all your bases and make sure that everything is on point and so that's why it's good to get as much practice as possible yeah along the way yeah because if you if you have like four of the five things and you drop the ball on the last one you probably won't get the job right yeah exactly what i found out especially because i'm an international student if i get one answer wrong i know i'm not gonna get it yeah. i have to be like much better than other candidates so that i can like get the sponsorship yeah. So I just want to make sure, like, if there's four things I have to hit, I make sure I hit, like, five. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, more than they expect so that I get them, like, the offer. So how was the actual, how was that last actual Super Day itself? Like, did you just go in there, you felt good, you answered everything <laughs> throughout you, or how did it actually go? So, so for me, is a one-on-one, -on -one, three, like, three, three people, and they were VP and director. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think I got to have like really good preparation. I feel prepared. So I came to a room very confident and I just think that this is my last shot and will be confident. I, I think like exactly what I want to do. So I just do my best. I didn't get, give any pressure to myself that I have to take it. I just wanted myself to do the best. Mm -hmm. And I answer with a very confident tone and just be calm because I can answer all of them, just show them that I can do it mm -hmm. and just be personal, just keep them like a personal point of view so that they just understand you as a person and make sure you answer all the techni technical and market questions that important. Mm -hmm. And overall, I think I have a good experience for three of them. And yeah, that's, I think that's the reason why. I think it's the same with everyone. Like if you impress all the people, then you should got an offer. Yep. So you had three interviews, all three of them went well. Yeah. And you didn't really get tripped up on anything because you were well prepared. Yeah. So I got tripped up. Like some, there are some questions that I cannot answer just huh. because I didn't know. Because I didn't know. Because I'm a student, so I'm not supposed to know everything about the markets or everything's about the Fed or everything's about technical questions. Uh -huh. But when they asked about that, I just paused for a second and I would I just be upfront. 
I don't very I don't really know about that, but give me some second to put up my thought. And I just you to leverage whatever I know before and give an assumption. Yeah. And well, that assumption went well, but it's the all come down to preparations and being cool, calm and collected in the interview, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Got it. Very cool. And then how long did it take for you to find out that you got the offer? I think solidly a week, less than a week. Less than a week. So, yeah, I interviewed on Thursday and I got a call on Wednesday. The, yeah, the, the week, the following week. So it's pretty short. Well, it's, it feels short now, but at the time it probably felt very long, I'm guessing. <laughs> I think, I think. I was traveling then and I'm just starting to like going to like couples other info session, but it was very great that I got the offer so that it can just have a rest finally after a year yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean to be able to get an offer from a firm like at goldman or jp morgan's level that's uh those are like most- and it's in new york it's my favorite and city and it's in new york right and so exactly that's, that's like most people's number one number two choices right there right yeah um, and so that's a phenomenal outcome so i'm super happy for you thank um, you do you have obviously i think a lot of inter- especially the international students who are listening to this right now, like they would probably give a lot to be where you are. So do you have any last minute advice for people um, before we wrap up the conversation? Like what would you tell people who are maybe right now they're in a similar situation that you were in a year ago, you know, they know they want to do investment banking, but they have all these challenges they have to overcome and they don't really know how to get started. Like what would mm-hmm. you say to those people? So two things. So first, make sure that investment banking is what you want to do um, in your future. Like make sure like if you really, really, really want to do it. And second, I would sign up with Sam like, for a call <laughs> and then start it. Because if you were clueless like me, like I am in the past, you should sign up because it's just a very good program. I would recommend. Yeah, I, uh, I totally paid Megan to say that. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah, exactly. I got like a huge... commission for that i'm just kidding i did did not do that for the record so um but uh, i mean i'm being honest about that (laughs) no i appreciate that that. i appreciate that um yeah i mean look guys like i think you know hopefully megan is a is a a great inspiration for a lot of you um like i said at the beginning of this interview i speak to a lot of international students who want to break into investment banking right I would say for international students, the biggest thing is that one, you got to understand it can be done. Like you, it is harder for you, no doubt about it. But like, if you start early enough, right? Because exactly. you, can start early, you have to start early because if you don't start early, like a lot of people when they recruit, they start too late and all the bulge bracket banks and all the elite boutiques, and even like some of the better middle market banks, like if you start after those banks have already finished recruiting, then you're kind of screwed because those are the banks. Those are the banks that will actually consider sponsoring people. But that's really ironic because all the big banks, which are the most competitive one, are the ones that sponsor. Yeah, but it's because they're bigger and they have the- Yeah, they have the like capacity. Yeah, they have the infrastructure, they have the resources to be able to do something like that. Whereas like, if you wait until only the small banks are left, they don't have the human resources department or whatever to be able to like handle this type of 
uh, paperwork. Yeah, this type of work, right? And so even if they want to hire you, they just can't. And so that's the biggest thing I would say for you guys is make sure you start early. And then the other thing uh, that's kind of related to that is like start early and be as efficient as possible, right? Because the other, the flip side of not starting early is like, hey, if you're a little bit behind, then the way to make up for that is to be more efficient, right? If you're more efficient, you can do more with less time then that might be okay too, right? And I think really the way to be efficient is to get as much help as you could possibly get from people who are actually knowledgeable about how to do this stuff and from people who have actually helped other people do this very successfully so that they can help you avoid the mistakes that you would have made otherwise, right? Because as an international student, you're not going to have like 10 interviews or 20 interviews or whatever. You're going to have maybe a handful of interviews if, if you're lucky, right? And the, the key is to like, one, be able to get those interviews, but two, when you get those interviews, you can't, you can't mess it up, right? And so um, it's just way too risky to try to get through that entire process on your own. And like, if you make a silly mistake somewhere, then you just wasted all your time and energy for nothing, right? So I would say, if you guys are serious about getting into investment banking and you're the type of person who understands that you need to be willing to make an investment in yourself to get the outcome that you want, then I would encourage you to book a call with our team. Okay. You can book a free strategy session, that initial call that I have with uh, Megan as well, where, you know, we just learn about your situation, what it is that you feel like you need help with, and then we can talk about if we think we can help you or if not, what we think you should do instead, right? But either way, we're going to help you come up with a, with a game plan that we think is going to be best for you um, based on whatever your circumstances are, okay? So again, this call is, um, there's no obligation, right? It's, it's completely free. And if, any, if nothing else, you walk away with some advice and clarity on what you need to do. Um, but you can book this call at www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. Um, the street and the URL is abbreviated to ST. So it's wallstmastermind.com slash apply. Okay. And like I said, you'll speak with someone on our team. We'll help you determine the best path forward for you to hopefully get this really, really difficult offer to get. Right. But um, we've helped a lot of people get there. And so there, there, there's a good chance that we'll be able to help you too, as long as you come to us early enough. Okay. So, um, I think that'll be it for today. And, uh, Megan, again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on here and talk to everyone mm -hmm. and share your experiences and serve as an inspiration for other people that maybe are in a similar situation that you were in a year ago. And obviously super happy for you you got into one <laughs> thank you you got into one of the best banks right in new york financial capital of the world the future is super bright for you and i'm excited <laughs> to see, uh yeah we're trying best yeah like, mm -hmm. thank um, you so much for supporting like that's yeah, no, huge. absolutely keep us posted right uh sure. be a stranger and uh let's uh let's stay in touch yep definitely all right. Awesome. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in today. And uh, that'll be it for this time. We'll be back soon again for um, another client interview for you guys in the near future. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.